welcome to the Prophecy Club. If you think I'm trying to sell you DVDs, you have missed my heart. But I do want you to get these DVDs today, not because we need to move them, though we do, uh, but because you need these. I'm tell you why you need these seven DVDs. We have thought and planned carefully to put together an awesome package. As Trump and Putin just talked, kind of the Russians are on everybody's mind right now, as they should be. So we're going to talk about that as it relates to Bible prophecy. First of all, the offer, and let me tell you about each one of them. The seven DVDs for this Russian gift offer are Top Soviet War Plans for America, Russian Defector Warns America, I Saw Subs Attack America, Russian Bear Awakes, Babylonians Are Coming, Russia's Secret Weapon to Defeat America, Storm Judgment and Revival. And the first 34 orders get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free. It's all valued about $230, and you can get the discs, that's seven discs, valued at over $230 for a gift of just $50. Or you can go to watchprophecyclub.com, and we've set up so you can watch all seven of those anytime and as much as you want over the next 90 days for a gift of $20. That's at watchprophecyclub.com. Now, you probably got a call to figure this all out, a little complicated, 785-266-1112. I know you already got it on your quick dial in your phone, 785-266-1112. Now, let me tell you why I want you to get the DVDs. If you want to understand where we're going, and I think what I'm about to say is probably going to happen before the end of this year. I'm not trying to set a date. I'm simply trying to say it's not 10 years. Okay, not saying that it's necessarily even this year. What I, well, I'll, I'll say it this way. I think the next thing to hit America regarding Bible prophecy has to do with what I'm about to say. So first of all, the description of the DVDs. Top Secret Soviet War Plans for America by Jeff Nyquist. Jeff read over 750 books from Soviet defectors who had revealed the Russian plans to destroy America, and that's what he puts into this DVD. You want to know what the Soviet defectors say in secret, behind the curtains, under the table, what they're planning to do to America? That's your DVD. Russian defector warns America. This one is by the highest-ranking Russian military officer to ever defect, Stanislav Lunev. Okay, so this is by a Russian defector. And you'll see in the DVD that he has a big hat and big sunglasses on because he's in the witness protection program. I'm telling you, this Prophecy Club DVD has a Russian defector in it. And he tells you that he was part of planning and organizing the 20 to 50 suitcase nukes being secreted all across America for some time of future detonation. Get the DVD. Then I saw Subs Attack America by Henry Gruber, my favorite speaker out of the, I don't know, what, 400-some-odd DVDs we've made over the last 25 years. My favorite speaker, he gives several visions of how the Russians will attack America. Then I made a DVD called Russian Bear Awakes. Now, this is talking about Russian military equipment that is capable of defeating America, such as the quietest submarine in the world. Yes, it's Russian. So quiet, they call it the black hole. Then Babylonians Are Coming by Pastor Massey gives eight dreams about the attack on America, including the one he saw where a submarine pushes up on our beaches 
opens up releasing soldiers out onto the beaches and our military bullets won't fire at them. Yeah. Russia's secret weapon to defeat America by Bill Sneblin explains the most advanced military weapon known in the world today, scalar wave. Bill reveals that this could knock out anything on the land, on the sea, on the, in the, in, on the sea, in the air, any place on the globe, anytime they want to, with very little trace of who did it. Scalar wave renders all conventional weapons of war obsolete against the Soviet energetic weapons. Scalar waves can make large portions of the atmosphere extremely hot or cold, causing floods, hurricanes, and ice storms, and it can act like an impenetrable missile umbrella or shield over a city, a state, or even a whole nation. Then, the final one, Storm Judgment and Revival by Shane Warren shows several visions where God showed him, this is what you're about to listen to today, he was shown a meeting where Iran, Russia, and China are conspiring to kill the dollar. He said that the dollar will be worthless. He's not the only one. We've heard had two or three other ones that said that too. And that the Madrid earthquake will divide. And I think I've got, what, nine people? Uh, no, six people saw that America will split in two pieces. And it's because America splits Israel. He was shown that silver, not gold, silver will skyrocket and rise far more than gold that there's going to be major riots all across America, and that the people will demand their entitlements return. Well, that just happens to be what Trump is working on right now, is beginning to remove some of those entitlements. I'm telling you, it's not a joke, not going away. It's the next big thing to hit America, in my opinion. He also saw a great revival will come in the time of great trouble. Many will return to the church He said there is a 400-year judgment cycle, and he said, not me, he said America's judgment arrives in 2020. Now, listen to this next thing. My opinion, this is the next thing. Hope you're listening. Listen carefully. Grab your (laughs) whatever to make sure you listen to this. He says that the devaluing of the dollar caused rioting in the streets, looting, and signs saying, I want my entitlements. My opinion I think that is just around the corner. I saw God prospering many, he says. They acquired great wealth and some kind of a wealth transfer into the hands of believers. Well, Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Now, those seven DVDs, it's called the Russian Gift Offer. You can get it at prophecyclub.com. But if you want this offer... You got to call 785-266-1112. First 34 orders get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free. Now, all seven DVDs and the book valued at about $230, all available for a gift of $50. And if you go to watchprophecyclub.com with a certain code you got to get from us, you can have unlimited viewing of all seven of these DVDs for 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Watch all seven of them for $20. Call 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. They'll fix you up with the code. Now, let's go on over and listen to Shane Warren in Storm, Judgment, and Revival. They're interested in politics. They're interested in economics. They're interested in all this stuff. But they're they're completely oblivious to the signs of the times that they're living in. By the way, Jesus went above and beyond to prove that He was the Messiah. 
just in case we have anybody who's questioning whether or not he's the Messiah is going to be watching this DVD. Jesus went above and beyond. Did you know that for hundreds of years the rabbis taught that because everybody or prophets could do miracles that only the Messiah would be able to do four specific miracles. These are called Messianic miracles. You can go look them up online. This is a widely accepted teaching. Even to this day in Israel is this taught. The Messiah will have to do four specific miracles. You might want to write them down. I'll see if I can remember them off the top of my head. Number one, you had to be able to heal a blind man that was born blind from birth. Nobody had ever, they had, people had recovered their sight, but nobody had ever healed a man born blind from birth. Well, of course, how many remember blind Bartimaeus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me? And the Lord heals him, right? Restores his sight. Well, that was the first sign. See, these rabbis had said, you know, there's a lot of miracle workers, but there's four miracles that if the Messiah does it, that this man does it. We'll know that he's the Messiah. It'll set him apart from everybody else. Well, one of them was healing a man born blind from birth. The second miracle was you had to cast a demon out of a person who was both deaf and dumb, wasn't able to speak, wasn't able to hear. Now, the reason they did this is because the Pharisees and the religious of Jesus' day, they had a prescribed order of exorcism. They practiced this to this, this very day. They ask questions. They have a little questionnaire. How'd you get in there? Who are you? How many of them are there? You know, you know, what door did you come through? That kind of thing. And then they cast the demon out. Well, if a man is deaf and if a man can't speak, then the demon can't give you any information. You can't cast the devil out. So they said only the Messiah can cast the demon out of somebody who's both deaf and moot. Jesus does that. Jesus does that. In fact, his disciples tried to do it and they couldn't. So he comes down and he does it, right? Then the third thing is, watch this, you had to heal a Jewish leper. You had to heal a Jewish leper. Never in the history of Israel had a Jewish leper been healed. You say, hold it, pastor, what about Naaman? Naaman wasn't Jewish. Wasn't Jewish. Never was there a Jewish leper healed. So watch this. You remember the ten lepers that come to Jesus? And he, he does what? He heals only one, right? No, no, no. He heals all ten. Why? And then he says, go show yourself to the priest. Yeah, they had to go and do a ceremonial cleansing, all of that, but it was greater than that. He said, there's never, they say that only the Messiah can heal a Jewish leper. Never been done. So let me do what I do because I'm God. I'll do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. I'll not do one. Let me give you ten. And all ten go show themselves to the priest. Right? This was a, a messianic sign. And then, of course, the fourth one was you had to raise a person from the dead after 36 hours because, as many of you know, the Jews believe that the, the spirit hovers close to the body for the first 36 hours. Then after that, it goes to its eternal resting place. All right? I'm giving you all this information for a reason. I'm building up to something. Because I want you to notice something. Jesus did all four of these signs, much more than this, and still the Pharisees, still the Sadducees come to him and say, give us a sign. So Jesus slaps them in the face and says, I'm not giving you another sign. In fact, the only other sign I'm going to give you is the sign of Jonah the prophet. You're going to kill me and you're going to put me in a ground, but three days later I'm going to resurrect from the grave and that's how I'm going to prove I'm the Messiah and you'll never be able to deny it again and the world won't be able to deny it again. Now, why do I tell you that? Because how many things have to happen in our world for the church to know that we're living in the end of times. How many things have to happen for the church to wake up? You know, people say, well, 9-11 was going to wake up the church. Well, if 9-11 didn't wake up the church, what is it going to take to get the church's attention? So I believe, ladies and gentlemen, the only hope for the church is a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit to blow on us again with wisdom and revelation after the knowledge of Him. I believe we're living in the last days. 
I believe we're living in the last days. These are prophetic days. They're the greatest days ever to be alive in human history. Do you know you're the only generation in 3,500 years that can say you've seen the prophecies come to pass? No other generation in 3,500 years. Do you know you're the only generation that can say you've seen some prophecies fulfilled just in the last 24 months? Yet you're the only generation that can say you've seen some prophecies fulfilled that made no sense in your Bible at all until the last six months, some of which I'm going to show you tonight. You're the only one. And yet the church is asleep. Amen? So thank God for things like the Prophecy Club and other things that teach us about the coming of the Lord and talk to us about the last days and talk to us about the judgment of the nations. Amen? I want to give you some reasons why I believe that we're in the last days. Some of these are going to you know, seem to be very basic to you because you've heard them for several years. But again, there are things that are unfolding in our generation concerning these things that nobody else has ever been able to say that they've seen. Only you and I can say that we've seen them. Why do I believe that we're living in the last days? You know, every preacher, since I'm a kid, has preached about the Lord coming, about the new Jerusalem coming down. I mean, man, in those early days, you know, I grew up in an Assembly of God church, and I grew up heathen. So when I got saved, I mean, I got saved, right? I mean, when I came to the Lord, I didn't know anything about the Lord, and I was just innocent. In fact, the first altar call I answered, I answered when an usher got up to take up the offer, and I thought everybody went up to the altar. That's what I did. I got up with the usher and went down to the altar. That's how I got saved, right? So, you know, I mean, it's it's weird, but it's true. But but um, But anyway... I've been hearing the coming of the Lord and all of this stuff, and we're living in the last days all of my life. Many of you are much older than me. You've been hearing all your life. But how can we know that we're living in prophetic days? Number one, write it down. The 1948, the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Ladies and gentlemen, in my mind, this is the single most important event, important event of human history in modern times that tells us about the days that we're living in. Now, let me tell you why this concerns me. Right now, 84 to 87% of the entire Christian community worldwide believes in something uh, called replacement theology. They believe that the church replaced the nation of Israel. That no longer is the nation of Israel of even of importance at all to the world or to the church. That God now only deals in terms with the church. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most demonic heresies and this has brought more confusion and more lack of sensitivity to the signs of the times than any other teaching ever that has invaded the body of Christ. In fact, it was this teaching of replacement theology that Hitler used to initiate the Holocaust. Most people don't know this, but Martin Luther taught this, the same guy that preached the message of grace, taught this form of replacement theology, wrote a pamphlet on it, and literally Hitler used that pamphlet to formulate the Holocaust and did it line by line as Martin Luther uh, laid it out. And he initiated the Holocaust on Martin Luther's birthday to dedicate it to him. Most of the church doesn't even know that. And so ladies and gentlemen, this one truth right here, I believe is like the bullseye for us. In our generation. How do I know that I'm living in prophetic days? 1948, the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Matthew 24, 
Verse 32 through 35 talks about the fig tree. Most scholars say this parable of the fig tree is the nation of Israel. Here's what I want to say to you. I want you to think about what I'm about to tell you now. Listen to this closely. The prophet Ezekiel, the prophet Daniel, the prophet Isaiah, the prophet Zechariah, the prophet Amos, the prophet Jeremiah, the prophet Joel, the prophet Malachi, not one single prophecy in any of those prophets concerning the nation of Israel could have ever been fulfilled until 1948. So whenever 1948, Israel became a nation, it unlocked all of the prophetic passages of Scripture. I believe what the words of Daniel said. Daniel, God told Daniel there are some things that are sealed up till the time of the end. And I believe that there are prophetic events that unlock. They're almost like breaking seals off the scroll that unlock more revelation of the time of the end. 1948, the rebirth of the nation of Israel to me is the highlight of that. In, in the year 70 A.D., the Roman 10th Legion surrounded Jerusalem, destroyed the walls, burned the temple to the ground, confiscated the temple treasures, took the Jews captive. And from that time until 1948, the land that was, as we call Israel now was known as Palestine. I want you to think of it. The land of Palestine passed from kingdom to kingdom, from Romans to Byzantines to Muslims, back to Christians, back to Muslims, then to the British, until finally God, in 1948, established the nation of Israel. And Jesus said, when you see this happen, you need to know that the season has changed. Summer is nigh, and then He goes on and say, it's nigh at the door. What is nigh at the door? We're in a different season Something's changed. Now, here's what I love about God. You know, God never forgets the church when He deals with Israel. And He never forgets Israel when He deals with the church. I believe Israel and the church are prophetically connected together. Right? Let me tell you why. Whenever God spoke to Abraham, He said, I'm going to bless your seed. Your seed is going to be like the sand of the sea and the stars of the heaven. Everybody say, the sand of the sea. And then say, the stars of the heaven. Alright, so in Abraham's loin... I believe, was two seeds. One was a natural seed, the sand of the sea, an earthly seed. That earthly seed is the Jewish people, the land of Israel. The the Jewish people in the land of Israel. That's the earthly seed. But there is a spiritual seed in Abraham's loins. How do I know this? Galatians chapter 2 and chapter 3, Paul talks about this. He said, not only those who are born of the seed of Abraham, but those who are of faith are of the seed of Abraham. So there is a natural seed and then there is a supernatural seed. The natural seed is Israel. The supernatural seed is the church. So watch this. God unlocks some things prophetically. Something happens. A season changes when Israel is born in 1948. Guess what happened in America? Guess what happened in the church? 1948, we had the birth of the great healing movement. God started healing people with signs, wonders, and miracles all over America, all over the world. People started getting healed. Y'all remember A. Allen and, and, you know, Oral Roberts and them having the great tent meetings and laying hands on people? This happened in 1948 is when all of this started. Well, what happened? God healed a nation. And if God healed a nation, then God, that same anointing is going to come into the church. Right? So I believe that there's this prophetic connection. Ladies and gentlemen, 1948, the rebirth of the nation of Israel, to me, is the single most important event because it is the domino that sets everything else into kind of like a light speed mode, right? And now we're pushing headlong into what the Bible prophets have been preaching. Let's go to number two. Number two, the second uh, great event uh, of, uh, that, that I believe shows us we're living in the last days 
is Jerusalem is once again the capital of Israel. This happened in 1967. Let me give you a couple of passages of Scripture that have always just stood out to me. And uh, preachers have preached these for years, but they don't mean anything. They have never meant anything to me like they mean today. It's Psalm 102, verse 13 and 16. Listen to this. You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time has come. Then in verse 16, when the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. Now again, go back to Matthew 24. Jesus talks about the parable of the fig tree. He says, when you see this fig tree come up, when you see it put forth its branches, spread forth its leaves, you need to know that summer is nigh. It's at the door. What is at the door? What is at the door? Then he says, you'll see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory. In other words, you'll know you're living in the last days and the season has changed when Israel becomes a nation. But then he says in Psalm 102, not only Israel becoming a nation, but Jerusalem specifically becoming the capital of Israel. Now this happened in 1967. Again, what what God does naturally in Israel, He does spiritually in the church. Right? So watch, in Jerusalem, Jerusalem becomes the capital in 1967. 1967, the charismatic movement hits the church. God starts pouring His Spirit out on everybody. And, and, and it's almost like, again, these things are prophetically connected. I wish tonight I could talk to you about the America-Israeli connection, the Jewish connection to America. Oh, it would just blow your mind if I could get into that. But that's not my assignment tonight. So Jerusalem is once again the capital of Israel. Listen to, again to Psalm 102. God says, I will have a set time that I'm going to favor Zion, Jerusalem. A set time that I'm going to favor Zion, Jerusalem. Now I want you to keep in mind, when this was written in Psalm 102, Zion was in existence. Jerusalem was in existence. Zion was there. There's a set time. God says, I have a set time. And then he says, when you see me, favor Jerusalem. You see Jerusalem become the capital. He said, the Lord shall appear in his glory. And Jesus, could this be what Jesus meant in Matthew 24 when he said, this generation will by no means pass away till they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory. Now I know that, that uh, you know, there's two or three different ways to interpret that. And yes, I believe it has parallel interpretation over it, with Titus in AD 70 and, and the persecutions that followed that. But even more, I believe it has a, a, a prophetic insight to our generation. When Jerusalem became the capital of Israel, it's like something sped up. Now things have gotten closer to the coming of the Lord. Could this be the generation that is going to see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory? Now, here's what makes me believe that this is for our generation. It's Psalm 102, verse number 18. He said, This shall be written for the generation to come. Everybody say, to come. To to the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. The word to come there is the Hebrew, which literally interpreted means the final generation or the last generation. So in other words, Psalm 102, David said, I don't want you to misunderstand, this is not written for our generation. What I'm writing to you is there's going to come a time when God's going to have a set time that He's going to favor Jerusalem. And when you see this happen, you need to know you're the final generation. You need to know you're the final generation. So I believe, ladies and gentlemen, number two, Jerusalem becoming the capital of Israel is by just of utmost importance. Now with that said, let me just stop right here. Why is it that Jerusalem, according to the prophets and and according to your newspaper, has become the stumbling block of the entire world? 
Why is it that men and, and, and our administrations have been guilty of this? Not just our current administration, but administrations in days gone by have been guilty of wanting to part the land of Jerusalem. Who's putting that in their mind? I just want to just submit to you that maybe, just maybe, Satan knows a little of the book. Maybe I'm just throwing that out there since he quoted it to Jesus. Maybe he knows a little bit. And could it be that Satan is putting it in the minds of men to part Jerusalem because he knows the prophetic passage of the Bible that when the Lord has mercy upon Zion, then the Lord shall appear in His glory. And could it be that, you know, I know the enemy thinks that he can win this thing or he wouldn't be fighting like he's fighting, right? And so... Could it be that he's putting it in the mind of men to, to completely divide Jerusalem and keep it divided? And that's the reason this is the topic. And here's what's amazing to me, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to Jerusalem right now, and on all of the posters in Jerusalem, they have Psalm 102, verse number 18 on the posters. Verse 16, 18. When the Lord shall bid up Zion, He shall appear in His glory. You can stand on the Mount of Olives, east of the eastern gate, and look over Jerusalem, and there's cranes and buildings going everywhere. God is exploding Jerusalem in every direction. And the Lord said, when you see that, you need to start lifting up your eyes to the hills from which come your help. Your help's coming from the Lord, that the Redeemer's about to come. So we know a lot of things have got to happen before He comes. But ladies and gentlemen, this tells us we got to be close. Now, that might not excite you at all, but that gets me just a little bit excited because I don't care what happens on the world. I'm just ready to see Jesus. You know, I mean, I mean I'm ready to see Him. I know, I know we might have to go through some things, but I'm looking for Jesus, right? And so Jerusalem, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, is a major prophetic sign. Let me give you number three, and I'm, I'm saving the best uh, for last for you. Number three, the Jews are returning to possess the land. I'm going to give you some statistics tonight that are going to shock you. These statistics are in the last 12 to 24 months. These came, come directly out of uh, uh, the, uh, the immigration papers out of Jerusalem. So you can, you can go look this up if you want to uh, on your own. You'll have to go to Israel to do it, but you can go to Israel and you can do it. Or if you can get access to somebody who will give you the information, they'll give it to you. I want you to think about this. Matthew 24, 31 says, He shall send His angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together His elect from the four winds. There's those four winds again. You guys remember those? From one end of heaven to the other end of heaven. So remember that we talked about these four winds? Could it be that these four winds are blowing for a reason? Because God is putting it in the heart of His people to return back to Jerusalem. Now, think about this. I want you to think about how crazy this one thing is. If you're a Jewish person, how crazy are you to move back to a land the size of the state of Rhode Island that's surrounded by enemies who want to do nothing but push you into the ocean and to destroy you from off the face of the earth. But yet, people from all over the world are plunging back to Jerusalem, back to Israel, wanting to move back to the homeland. That's not logical, folks. So that only leaves one other explanation. There has to be a spiritual explanation. God said He's going to allow the four winds to blow and it's going to draw these Jewish people back to the homeland. From the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, even to the 1900s, the Jews were scattered across the world through something called the Diaspora. So they've been all over the world. I'm going to interrupt right there, but I really want you to get these seven DVDs. 
pop Soviet war plans for America. Russian defector warns America. I saw subs attack America. Russian bear awakes. Babylonians are coming. Russia's secret weapon, storm judgment and revival, and the first 34 orders. Also, get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War, free. Valued at $230 for a gift of $50. But you can call 785-266-1112 and get a code and go to watchprophecyclub.com and you can watch all seven of them for the next 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. Watch all seven of them for 90 days, gift of $20. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for those gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each, 25 for $160, that's $640 each, 15 for $120, that's $8 each, 10 for $100, obviously $10 each, 6 for $70, four for 50 and two for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112 and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply.